and hallelujah we had a wonderful time yesterday amen how many of you were here yesterday praise the lord you all enjoy yourself was it the show or the food hallelujah praise the lord praise god today we're going to look into a particular passage in the old testament in the book of exodus chapter 19 You know, around us, there's many things that's happening, and uh, sometimes when you look at it, we feel so. Sometimes we feel sorrowful or sad, and especially with all the all the uh, flooding that's taking place, the flash flood, and we know what is happening in Chennai, India, and then also in uh, also in Thailand, the Sum, and then uh, UK, and then of course yesterday while I was here, there was a very heavy rain. and uh, i begin to receive a lot of whatsapp photos of uh, different places in uh, pg itself all flooded places that was not flooded before begin to, uh, was flooded ready so many places there's so much of increase in water in this world hallelujah and i always wonder why they always say there's no enough water in selangor <laughs> hallelujah exodus chapter 19 We're going to listen to the reading from verse one up to verse six, and we're going to look into the the nation of Israel, what God has done for them, and what God wanted to do through them. Exodus chapter nineteen, reading from verse one up to verse six. In the third month after the Israelites left Egypt, on the very day they came to the desert of Sinai, after they sent out from Rephidim, they entered the desert of Sinai. And Israel camped there in the desert in front of the mountain. Then Moses went up to God, and the Lord called him to him from the mountain and said, "This is what you are to say to the house of Jacob, and what you are to tell the people of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt, and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant." then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession although the whole earth is mine you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation these are the words you are to speak to the israelites hallelujah so as we look into this particular passage we begin to see how god wants to establish a nation we know that the, the nation of israel the jews they were slaves in egypt and how they cried out to god for deliverance knowing the promises that god gave to their forefathers abraham isaac and jacob and they were they were the taskmasters who were driving them so hard they were suffering and they were crying out they were crying out to god for deliverance they were crying out to god that they will be set free from all the hardship that they were going through and as they were as they were crying out god raised up a man to 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 go and rescue them and bring them out and as they have come out from egypt and before they go into the promised land god wanted to establish a nation a nation of israel before this it was not known as a nation because they did not have a law in every nation in order to have so a society or a nation uh, to be established there must be laws there must be some sort of laws that is given in order for them to follow and say this is according to that nation 
We know the Malaysian laws and we follow according to the Malaysian laws, we become a Malaysian. In the same way, any other countries, they have their own laws. It's different. You cannot, what you do here, you cannot go and do in the other country because they have their own sets of laws. And that makes that nation. And God wanted to establish Israel. God wanted to establish this particular group. And God says, I have chosen you. Now, the, make, the big question that people will ask is, why God chose them? Is, a God, is God a God of favoritism? No, He's not a God of favoritism. The purpose, the reason that God chose them is uh, what was spoken to Abraham in the book of uh, Genesis when he says that through you, all the families of the world will be blessed. All the families of the earth will be blessed through you. So God's purpose and for choosing Israel and wanted to establish them as a nation, as a people, a holy nation, was through the nation, salvation will come. And that is through Jesus Christ. No matter how man can change the history, no matter how man may fail to do what God wanted them to do, as we see and we read in the Old Testament, by God's purpose of sending Jesus Christ, of Jesus Christ coming to earth, and bringing salvation to the world cannot be changed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so here, as they have come to the Mount Sinai, and there was where God says He wants to give the command, the laws, and everything. He gave all these things. But these are the words that were spoken. In verse 5, Exodus 19, verse 5, He says, If you will indeed obey my voice, now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my command." Covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine. And verse 6 says, And you shall be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. And so we see here that God wanted to establish this group of people. But this group of people that he wanted to establish was not a group of people that God says, I want to take you out and then you, I will not uh, uh, have any more uh, relationship or any other with other people. He did not say that. But he says, you want, I want you to be a special group of people. Why? Because when you become the special group of people and the nations around you see you, they will inquire and say, why you are so special? What makes you so special? Then they will know that it is the Lord that has made them special. Hallelujah! In the same way, many times when we preach, we talk about being a Bible-based church. Why? Because we want to make a difference between a, a, an establishment or a church or religious groups uh, considered to be a church that does not follow the Bible. We want to be the special group of people to show that what God has spoken is true and He will fulfill it. Hallelujah! We also talk about having a Bible-based uh, marriages. We also talk about having a Bible-based families. Why? Because we want to show and we want people to know that when we obey God's laws, when we obey God's word, that's when we begin to see the blessings of God. It is possible. Hallelujah! And God says, you have to look up to me all the time. You have to look up to me and you have to keep, uh, keep my commandments everything that I have spoken, if you obey, you become a very special treasure. And people around, when they see the difference, they will eventually will come. And that is the plan of salvation that God had. Hallelujah! 
Hallelujah. That was a blessing that God spoke to Abraham. That through you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. And that was his law. And that was his plan. Though he chose the Israelites first. But his plan was for the whole world to know. And that's, that is why it is important to realize that they had to go through some strict laws. Very hard laws. In order to, to, to bring about great salvation. Nothing good will come out if there is no suffering or hardship that comes before that. But as all of us know, man will always try to look differently. Or man will like to look around, around them. And that's why the Bible says in the book of Romans, do not follow the patterns of the world. And so the Israelites, having received the law, were not looking up to God, but began to look at all the other nations, and they began to inquire how they worship their gods, they went to inquire what are the type of gods they have and begin to be influenced by this. But God says you should not be looking around and be conformed to the pattern of the people around you. But you are always to look up to me. But they were not willing to do that. But here, as we read here, this is the voice or this is the words that God spoke. You are to obey. God wanted to establish a group of people, a special group of people. And he says here in verse 5 again, uh, 6, again, I'll read that. And therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my command, com covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. And as Moses spoke to them, this is what in verse 8 they replied. Verse 8 says, Then all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken, we will. We will. How many things God has spoken? How many things? Hello? All. They did not say only this part. They did not say that part. They did not say maybe the first part, maybe the second part. They did not say any of that. They said all, everything, all that the Lord has spoken, we will do. They did not say we will try to do it. They did not say I will think about it and see whether I can do it. They say we will do. And this was the answer that he they replied to Moses and says in verse 6 that Moses brought back the words of the people to the Lord. And so, as they, as God wanted to establish his nation, God wanted to establish a group of people, a special group of people through whom salvation is going to come. And God says, because uh, these are the words that's been spoken, and they replied and said, we will do whatever you say we will do. Wherever you want us to go, we will go. Whatever you want us to do, we will do. That was the answer that was given by the people. God says, very well, I'm going to visit these people. I'm going to come. So the people have to prepare themselves. From verse 9 onwards, you can see the people have to prepare themselves. And the time came when God, uh, God descended and he came upon the mountain. Let us just read that passage. Verse 16, 19, uh, chapter 19. Verse 16 up to verse 20. 
chapter 19, Exodus chapter 19, reading from verse 16 up to verse 20. On the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning, with a thick cloud over the mountain, and a very loud trumpet blast. Everyone in the camp trembled. Then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke, because the Lord descended on it in fire. The smoke billowed up from it like smoke from a furnace. The whole mountain trembled violently, and the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder. Then Moses spoke, and the voice of God answered him. The Lord descended to the top of Mount Sinai and called Moses to the top of the mountain. So Moses went up, and the Lord said to him, Go down and warn the people, so they do not force their way through to see the Lord. And many... Of yes. them perished. Thank you. So we see here, when God descended, when God came after the third day of day purifying themselves and all that, in the morning it says that there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain and the sound of the trumpet was very loud so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. It was just a mountain just like any other mountains that they have seen. But this particular day, when God visited them and God descended and came down to, to give his law, to give the words that need to be spoken and the commandments, he came down in a mighty way. And he sees there was thunderings and lightnings. Can you just imagine? Sometimes, uh, sometimes we, are, we are at home, we know it's raining, and suddenly, without, uh, without any warning, there's a, a loud thunder. Such a loud thing, and it's like uh, it came and hit our, our roof. Have you felt that the shock and see, uh, thinking that uh, our, our roof has been hit, something has been hit around us? Yes. Can you imagine that is just one, one lightning? Can you imagine that it was lightnings and thunderings? And that place was filled. There was like fire, and all the thick cloud came. And there was a loud trumpet uh, sound. And he says that all the people in the camp began to tremble. They began to shake. Or they began to, to sort of like shiver. They were not shivering because they were feeling cold. They were not shivering because they were not well and, and, and they couldn't take the, 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 the surrounding. They were not shivering because some people say, if I don't eat, my hands shiver, I cannot take it, I must eat. It was not because of any of these things. They were trembling and they were in fear because the presence of God has come down. Hallelujah! The presence of God has come down and there was so much holiness that people were uh, knowing who God is and the power of God. They were in fear. They were in fear. There was a great fear that came upon them. There was a great sense of holiness that came in that area. Because the presence of God descended upon that mountain. And God was there to give them the law. When we think about the things that, uh, that the, the people have gone through, we need to realize that God led them in mighty, mighty ways. And here was a situation and here was a time when God says, I want to establish a group of people and His presence came down. 
All of us know the presence of God. All of us have felt the presence of God. And we know that the presence of God, it, uh, whenever the presence of God is here, we know that there is holiness. We know there is reverence that comes when we know the presence of God. And so the people went through this. May I draw your attention to another part of the Bible in chapter 20, reading from verse 18 up to verse 21. Exodus chapter 20, reading from verse 18 to verse 21. When the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, Speak to us yourself and we will listen, but do not have God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. Verse 21. The people remained at a distance while Moses approached the thick darkness where God was. Why did God descend in such a way? Because Moses says that they will realize that God is a holy God and they will continue to have reverence and fear in the presence of God. But the funny thing is this. They, they, they purified themselves. They, they, they made themselves uh, follow the laws of God to purify themselves for the presence of God to come. But yet, when the presence of God was there, they were in fear. And so much so, they said, you go, Moses. We don't want to go. Unless uh, we die. In other words, sometimes, sometimes we say, you go and check the place. Uh, is it safe or not? Then I'll come. Or you go and see whether any dogs around there, then you call me. You know, sometimes that's, that's the attitude that uh, some people have. You go and check uh, whether it's safe. What happens to you is not a matter as long as I'm safe. You know, that, that's the mentality of people sometimes. Okay? But here, we see that the people said, we do not want to die, and therefore we do not want to speak to him. You go and speak. You don't talk. Whatever happens to you, happens to you. We don't want to die. And that's how the attitude was. But Moses says that, do not fear, for God has come to test you that his fear may be before you so that you may not sin. And so the presence of God, God came in a mighty way. God came in a, in a thunderous way, lightning and thunder and all the trumpet sound, the shaking of the, of the, 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 the mountain, all these things happen so that they will know that the God that they worship is an almighty God. Hallelujah. Let me just draw your attention to another important thing that was in existence during those years. Everyone had their own gods. Everyone had their own gods according to the, 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 the things around. Whenever, whenever there was a harvest time, they, they, they do not want to, to, to make sure the bugs or the flies or the locusts or uh, to come and eat up their, their crops or anything. So what they do, they have formed an idol in the shape of the bug or the fly or the locust. And then they start worshipping, they start uh, devoting themselves. I said, I offer this offering to you, please don't come and eat my crops. In the same way, many other things. When they want rain, they have a rain god. Offer and we want rain. When they want sun, they have a sun god and they want to offer to the sun. And all these things they did in order 
to get something out. But God is the only true God who came and visited the people and says, I am an almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. An almighty God that came down to the presence of people and he was, there was thundering and there was a, the lightning and there was so much of no, uh, trumpet sound, all these things. The earth was shaking. There was thick, thick clouds and all around. And they said, let Moses go. And this was how the presence of God was in chapter 19 and chapter 20. But when Moses was called up and the commandment was being given to him, and there was a slight delay in him coming down, and the people can see that the clouds, they can hear the lightning, they can hear all the sound. But what did the people do when Moses did not come down for some time? Exodus chapter 32, reading from verse 1 up to verse 10. Exodus chapter 32, reading from verse 1 up to verse 10. When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come, make us gods who will go before us. For this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. Aaron answered them, Take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing, and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they handed him and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a cup, fashioning it with a tool. Then they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced, Tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the next day, the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. Afterward, they sat down to eat and drink and got up in, to indulge in revelry. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go down, because your people whom you brought up out of Egypt have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them and have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a cup. They have bowed down to it and sacrificed it and have said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them that, and, and that I may destroy them and I will make you into a great nation. And so we see here in a short matter of time when Moses went up to receive that law the people that uh, replied and said all that the Lord has spoken we will do. That's the answer when uh, Moses brought back to God. We will do. We are willing to change. We are willing to do what is required. All these things that's what they said. We will do. They are the one who agreed. They are the one who said, yes, we will do. They are the one who says, yes, I will, we will receive him as our gods. See, God moved in a mighty way. Even when he was in Egypt, when they were in Egypt, the plagues that came upon the Egyptians, 
and how God protected His people, the Israelites, the Jews. How the land of Goshen was so blessed, but yet all the other land was devastated by the plagues. They saw this, the ten plagues that came. And eventually when they came out, they came facing the Red Sea and how God parted the Red Sea and they walked on dry, dry ground. All these things they saw. How God was there as a pillar of fire, a pillar of cloud, protecting them. They saw the mighty, awesome presence of God. And yet, after all these things, even there, right before their very eyes, the mountain was shaking. There was lightning and thunder. There was a loud trumpet sound. All these things, right before their very eye, they decided when Moses did not come down to let us make an idol. Let us make an idol, and eventually the idol was made, and they said, and this was the saying, this is the God that brought you out of Egypt. God was there, present, and speaking to Moses on top of the mountain, and here down, they were looking at each other, and, says, and they were saying, looking at the calf, and said, this is the God that brought you out of Egypt. So today, we need to realize that how quickly man can just change. That's what Jesus, uh, God says in verse 8. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. Very quickly. For that one particular moment we need God. For that one particular moment we need something from God. We are willing to do. We are willing to, to make ourselves holy. We are willing to pray. We are willing to come to church. We are willing to do whatever is required. For that small particular period of time. But the moment we receive what we want to receive, or get what we want to receive, quickly, people change. And that is what we face every day around us. People who are always changing. Sometimes in the Malay word, they use lalangs. You know, the lalang, uh, it is just uh, wherever the wind blows, it just... It just goes and sways according to the wind. That's one song, I think, Wind of Change. And sometimes it's like the waves. According to the wind pattern, the waves also can change. And so people's mind, people's heart just change according to the majority or to what they see all around them. Because all the others had someone or something. So we also must have. But God, from the beginning, says, do not look around you, but always look up. Today, this is what is happening. The presence of God is there, but yet, in the midst or in the presence of God, people want to go out and they want to live life the way they want to live. That's why, again, going, drawing attention to the book of Romans, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform. Do not follow. Because this is not, this is not where you will find your treasure. This is not where you find your blessings. It is in God you will find your blessings. In the book of Proverbs chapter 5, reading verse 7 and verse 8, Proverbs chapter 5. Now then, my sons, listen to me. Do not turn aside from what I say. Keep to a path far from her. Do not go near the door of her house. 
lest you give your best strength to others and your years to one who is cruel. Sorry, wrong verse. Proverbs chapter 3, 7 and 8. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. In other words, look up to God in all your ways. Look up to Him because it will be the health for your flesh and its strength to your bones. All that you want to achieve, all that you want to gain, all that you want to gain, all these things, it is in Christ Jesus. It is in God. And that is why when God says you must become a special group of people, that you will be blessed. He came in a mighty thunderous uh, with lightnings and all the sound of trumpet. He came in a mighty way. The whole, the whole area was shaking. And yet, in a very uh, short time, their whole heart just changed. And they went after the things that the world are seeking. Today, our God is an almighty God. Hallelujah. Our God is an awesome God. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a savior. Hallelujah. And He is the one and only God and there is no other gods. Hallelujah. But in order for us to, to enjoy His presence, in order for us to enjoy His blessings, in order to enjoy the, the, the things that God has spoken, we must always obey and listen to His voice. But the world will also try to offer us the things that we are seeking. The world will also try to offer us those wealth and material things that we are seeking. The world will also try to offer us all those joy, the peace, so-called joy, the peace and all that we are seeking. They give shortcuts. They, they allow you to have it without uh, having going through any hardship or any rigid laws, any of these things. This is gaining wealth or gaining, uh, gaining all these things apart from God. And that is what people are seeking and they are running after. And the problems that has come alongside with it, all the material things that comes with all the, the, the things of the world, all the material, the wealth, the health, and all the things that is being offered by the world, all the strings are, the strings are attached to problems, to many sufferings. You have a lot of problems that comes along with it because when you begin to seek these things apart from God, it is problems that will come together with it. Hallelujah. You may have your joy, you may have your peace tonight. Today, as you, tonight as you seek for it, but tomorrow morning you will be having a hangover. You will be crying and saying, I will not get myself involved in it. And then you go back night again and get involved in it. It's all temporary things that cannot last. But God says, if you will listen to my voice, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Hallelujah. And that is what God wants to give us. That's why God says to come into his presence because his hands, when it's upon our life, it's upon our family, it is a family or a life that is blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The presence of God is where we always need to be. That's where we belong. Do not seek anything apart from God. Do not seek anything apart from His presence. Come to Him. If you do not have it today, do not worry. 
Do not cry about it. Do not moan. Do not uh, come and say, why I'm not having the others are having. Having the presence of God, having God in our life is the greatest gift that we can ever have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The presence of God is the greatest gift that we can have. Jesus Christ coming. Hallelujah. So this season that we celebrate about Jesus, this season that we, we speak about Jesus, it is not just about He coming and being born and we look at a baby. We are looking at the presence and we are coming into the presence of God. And we being transformed and changed and many others who receive Him will also be transformed and changed. Hallelujah. You cannot find happiness. You cannot find anything apart from God. Happiness that you get today will be lost with a lot many years or many days of sorrows and worries and anxieties. But finding happiness in God, and when God gives, nobody can take away that peace or the joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God told Moses, because these people were not willing to listen to me, I want to remove them, I want to completely wipe them, and I want to use you, and through you, I want to bless your children and become a great nation. That's what he said in Exodus chapter 32, verse 10. Exodus chapter 32, verse 10. I'll read that. Now therefore let me alone that my wrath may burn hot against them, and I may consume them, and I will make of you a great nation. I will make of you a great nation. I will consume them. I want a special group of people today. I want a special group uh, known as a holy nation, a royal priesthood. I need them today because the salvation or the plan of salvation has to come through them. And God says, I will raise you up and I will still uh, allow the plan to take place. But Moses says, no, Lord. Don't let it happen because we need your presence and we need you. In Exodus chapter 33, I'll read that also to you, verse 14 up to verse 16. God says, I will spare them, but I will not. In an earlier chapter, he says, I will spare them because Moses interceded for them, but I will not go with you. I will send my angels before you, but I will not go. And this is where Moses intercedes again in chapter 33. In verse 14 up to verse 16, it says, And he said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. The promise that God gave after much intercession that Moses made. And, he, and verse 15 says, And then he said to him, Moses said to God, If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? So we shall be separate, we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. The presence of God. Moses was a person who understood the presence of God. And many of the Bible characters that we read in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament are those who understood the presence of God. The men and the women, they who understood the presence of God, always seeking His face. Because away or apart from the presence of God, you do not gain anything. All that you gain, ten times more will be taken away from you. All that you gain, 
you will lose it because of unnecessary things that will take place in your life. But every wealth, every health, every blessing that received in the presence of God will remain and it will multiply 30, 60, and 100 fold. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So how many of you want to be in the presence of God? Hallelujah! The people was in the presence of God. That's one thing I need to tell you. The people, they were in the presence of God. They were looking at that mountain, the top of the mountain, the fire, the, 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 the lightning, the smoke, the trumpet sound they can hear. And yet, below the mountain, their heart changed and they went after the world. Their heart changed and they just went after the things of the world. Today, it is so easy for them to continue to just change just like that. And that's why in the book of Revelation, chapter 2, Revelation chapter 2, reading verse 4 and verse 5. Yet I hold you this against you. You have forsaken your first love. Remember the height from which you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do, if you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. Do the things that you did at first. It's not talking about how you lived life before Christ. It's not talking about that. But the day that you accepted Jesus Christ and the commitment that you gave to Jesus Christ and the things that you wanted to do for the Lord in Christ Jesus, those sacrifices, those words, those, those things that you are doing, all those things, you need to return back to it again. Because after many years, after some time, how quickly we can just change. Just like how the people change, we can also fall into the same trap and change quickly and go after the world. But that's what Jesus says. Do not forsake or do not leave the first love. You have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. So today, the presence of God is not just about coming to, on Sundays to church. And then after that, uh, as we leave the church, we say bye-bye to Jesus and say, I'll come and see you next Sunday. And this week, uh, since uh, Christmas is a uh, place all over, we're going to have a lesser time coming together. But that doesn't mean that God's presence is not with us. God's presence is not just in this place and then when we live, we live God's presence. God's presence is with us. That's why we have heard many messages about God the Holy Spirit living in us and with us. Hallelujah! The presence of God. If you are craving for the presence of God, the first thing that the people need to do was they needed to purify themselves. Today, coming back to the presence of God, if you want to return back to the presence of God, it is important that we come before Him and purify ourselves. Purify our minds, purify our hearts. Let holiness come back to us. The world will, will try to offer us many things that we are seeking and they will try to offer us without the holiness, without all these uh, things that God is seeking or God is asking. But if you were to receive those things, you are doing it apart from God, it will not last. We want lasting joy. We want lasting peace. We want lasting healing. We want a lasting uh, blessings upon us, upon our families, and even through this church, we want to see a difference taking place. Hallelujah! A Bible-based marriage, a Bible-based family, a Bible-based church, that's what we want to see. But it's all according to God's Word. 
Hallelujah. The presence of God is so important. The presence of God is what we need to seek every day. Do not seek any other presence. Do not seek any other things. Seek God's presence. And that's what we need to do. Tell you all of us. Hallelujah. And even as we come before the Lord right now, the presence of God, one of the issues or one of the problems that can happen is human reasoning. We want shortcuts sometimes. We want things to be given to us instantly, quickly. And after much prayer, we don't receive it. We try to find another way of getting it. Not realizing that receiving those things can be a great burden, can be a downfall. Therefore, as we come into the presence of God, if you are seeking God's presence, you know that sometimes we say this, we can remove the idols all around us, but the idol can still remain in our heart. Anything that sets itself, uh, sets itself above God, anything that we idolize more than God, anything that is put number one in our life becomes an idol and it replaces God. We need to remove that. We need to remove that. You don't just want to look at materials or money or any wrong relationships or any of these things. We cannot replace God. We cannot idolize these things. Today as we come into the presence of God, as we sing this song, as we confess and say, this is where I belong, let it just not be mere words that comes from our mouth that has been taught off in our minds. But let it be with a sincere heart we sing this song and say, in your presence, that's where I belong. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
left of the road in your presence oh God and I want to go where the rivers cannot overflow me where my feet are on the road I want to hide where the blazing fire cannot burn me in your presence oh God in your presence that's where I am strong in your presence of the road. 